the cold. What does that make you think of? Specifically, cold water. And what if it was something that you started to crave because that became your calm? the best and most beautiful thing that dipping in cold water has taught me is to get comfortable being uncomfortable because still to this day when I approach an icy ice filled tub or a frozen lake or one that is just thawing out come spring it's still a a sense of dread and disdain but I know what's on the other side of it is going to be a great sense of calm cool connectedness My first guest is Ashley Orr. I'll introduce her in a second. But in her own words, when I asked her how the water found her, she says, the water found me when I was looking to change my inner world. The cold, open water was a representation of the unknown. And when I changed my relationship with the cold, I changed my relationship with water and to myself. listening to the very first episode and I'm so excited to get this started. My name is Amanda Horn and I am the founder of Lola's Blue Beauty and this podcast which is completely inspired by the human ocean connection and the unique and transformative experiences that happen when we connect to water. So Getting started, I really am excited to start to tell the story of how I found this path, this purpose, um, in exploring more intently my connection to the ocean and where I want to sit in this conversation on ocean conservation. And I'm so excited to be joined by my first guest because she really is one of those core memories in this journey in exploring what it means to connect with ourselves, with our creativity, and to just be grounded. So today I'm joined by Ashley Orr, Miss Ashley Iceplunge, and she is a certified level two Wim Hof breathwork instructor. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. So I'm just going to rewind to January 2021. We are a year into the pandemic. I'm living alone. And I'm somebody who a couple of years ago stopped setting New Year's resolutions. And I started setting words of the year instead. And at that point, I decided that my word for 2021 was going to be connection. And like I said, I was living alone. I was feeling just really disconnected from my full-time job from myself, from my sense of creativity, from people around. And, you know, we were all in isolation at that point. And so the last thing I thought I would start doing was cold exposure or becoming one of these ice dipping people. But I'm happy to say that January 3rd, 2021, and that was the first day that we met. And that has completely propelled me into this very interesting (laughs) healing journey and exploring what it means to be connected um, through water, through breath, and and through the cold. So I'm so excited to to get into what a lot of people perceive as crazy, air quotes going on, um, what 
and how powerful that that can be. So I'm so excited to to talk to you and have you educate our listeners on how water found you, how the cold found you. So why don't we start there? How did the cold find you? How did the cold find me? Um, I was supporting a friend. Uh, there was the first ever Wim Hof Method workshop being held in Hamilton. And I knew little about Wim Hof and even less about breathwork and cold exposure. Right. But I always am down to try something new. Um, it was a year of transformation. So the same year that I experienced cold exposure for the first time, I experienced plant, plant medicine. I experienced Reiki and energy movement. Um, yeah, it was a year of self-discovery and healing. So I love that. Back in February 2016. Okay. Went to a workshop and dipped my toes into the icy water for the first time. What was that like? It was really cool, pun intended for sure. Um, <laughs> it was the first time that I had a very deep connection with my body. You know, I'm connected in different ways through movement and running, but this was on a deeper level. And I think the water was a conduit for that. Um, I also had more control over my body than I ever had. And I learned about the power of breath and how we have the power to change the way we heal, the way we respond to stress, the way we grow, and the way we optimize our being. Cool. And that's like one of the biggest things, and you probably get this all the time, is when people are like, what are the benefits of dipping yourself in, in cold water? And how long are you in there for? There's almost like an anxiety with people who haven't tried it over like, how does this work? Why are people finding this so relaxing and so soothing? So, and there's a lot of science behind it. And, you know, you talk about um, how it is incredible for people with anxiety, for mental health and wellness. And I love thinking about water in that way as a powerful healing mechanism. So what is it that you found um, kind of explaining this connection to your body that felt made you feel like I need to keep coming back. I need to explore this further. You know, it's funny. I continue to find new things about the cold and lessons that it provides. And I think that's why I love the practice so much is because the lessons are absolutely endless. Mm -hmm. um, I found that when I can calm myself in the chaotic icy waters, mm -hmm. I can find my calm in any chaos. And that's really transcended to a life full of no regrets. Um, it's helped me take risks, overcome obstacles, and it's also helped me feel safe and comfortable in a maybe not so comfortable, you know, area or time of my life. Right. And that's what I love in your speech. I always have your words in my head anytime now, you know, two years later, I'm still dipping from time to time pretty regularly and it's about you know the cold connects um the cold is a tool all of these kind of mantras um separating your needs from your wants you know you might want to get out but you absolutely don't need to um so i think it's it's been a great mindset shift and grounding yeah grounding practice so you have inspired so many people by guiding these breathwork and cold exposure experiences. Um, what's your favorite body of water to, 
to dip in? Hmm. It's a really good question. Um, I have a really big attachment to Lake Erie and mm-hmm. I grew up dipping in that lake and my dips had a lot different intentions back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting because the lake continues to change and so do I. Um, we're so fortunate being here in Canada with the fresh lakes here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I love dipping in the ocean though. And sometimes I even enjoy water that's not cold. <laughs> it's so different because the first day that I came out, I think it was January 3rd, 2021. And I was so resistant and so reluctant because when, as a scuba diver, I am always cold. So I'm wearing a, I used to wear a seven millimeter wetsuit when I first got started in the waters in Mexico, which is extreme. You don't need that thick of a wetsuit by any means. So I was so reluctant to think that I was going to enjoy this experience of getting into it was Lake Ontario. And that day it was so wavy. So, and the water was all turned up and it just didn't feel very inviting. I was so excited for <laughs> this beautiful practice and spiritual experience. And I'm going to connect with myself and community and something new and really challenge myself. And it was so challenging, just one physically, because the waves are knocking you over. So not only are you dealing with the cold, the the sand and the sludge or whatever it is that you're walking through, and then trying to kneel down and take that first exhale. And it was incredible and very powerful because we were in um, a big circle. So there was this great community element to it. I felt like I really needed that accountability from other people. Because the fear is, is like, what's the worst thing that that can happen? Am I going to cry? Am I going to scream? Am I going to run out? Um, in this case, it was just like, how am I ever going to relax and, and get comfortable? And your words and your presence and explaining how, you know, it takes your body that the first 45 seconds to kind of adapt and decide what is going on. And then after you feel that release and you can kind of relax into the experience, I couldn't get there on the first time because the waves were so much and it was kind of gloomy. I remember this day so vividly, Um, but I'm so happy that I came back again Mm -hmm. and cold showers. I can't do. I need the full immersion. I think there's something about letting your body settle and regulate very quickly. Um, It is such a challenge for your breath and catching that after within that first minute, that's that fight or flight coming up. Um, so do you want to explain kind of what's going on yeah. with your body in that those first couple of moments and absolutely relax? <laughs> um, I mean, we go through roller coasters with our nervous system when we practice the Wim Hof method and the first minute of the cold exposure, I say is where all the growth is because that's when the bells and whistles start going off. So we kick it into high gear and our nervous system goes into fight or flight or sympathetic and yeah for the first minute your only job is to breathe through the sensations and to regulate your nervous system as quickly as possible um so anchoring to your breath and slowing it down is the easiest probably best tool Mm -hmm. in that first minute and you can learn a lot about yourself in the first minute Mm -hmm. um but that's where all the growth is And that's when we actually sit through the discomfort because our minds and bodies 
are telling us to go somewhere safe, but we have to quiet that part of us mm -hmm. because the alarms also go off in other places of our life, mm -hmm. right? And we can kick it into a sympathetic really quickly. So having that wisdom from the water um, and being able to downgrade uh, in the water, I mean, then you can downgrade absolutely anywhere. So yeah. lots of parallels there. I love that. And that lesson for me is the biggest takeaway is that getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's really where, and I think I have a very addictive personality. When I find something that I want to throw myself into completely and learn everything that I can, this was definitely one of those experiences that brought that, brought that out of me. And I just found it was such a great tactic for me on a Sunday because that's when we were going every Sunday at noon and it was so weird because it kind of became the spectacle <laughs> which took away from the experience but it was great in the beginning because you had the community um and a lot of support just from other dippers but once I got comfortable knew how to control my breath and calm myself down it became something that I felt like I needed to remind me that I could get through anything that the week was about to throw at me and so then I started dipping in in different parts across the beachfront um, on my own, which was a completely other kind of experience. You know, you don't have that accountability. You could very easily just dip your toe and decide it's too cold and run the other way. But it's getting into that mind state of knowing that it's only two minutes or however long you're going to commit to and that you can get through anything. And it's overcoming that resistance that just became the greatest metaphor for everything that followed for me. And I was sad when the lake got warm come April and kind of fell off of it because, again, the cold showers were not working for me. But I noticed a significant change in my mental health, my ability to, to regulate and stay calm. And then when stresses would come up throughout the week, throughout the summer, and I just thought, like, what changed? Because that sense of disconnection really came back. And as I thought about it, moving into, you know, July, August, it was that I've stopped my cold water, cold exposure mm -hmm. practice. I've given up the breath work piece. And I was so glad then because you started running workshops where the tanks were available. And that's a completely different container and a completely different experience. I'm not dealing with the waves knocking me over. You're not wading your way through the ice Um and there's no there's less elements that you're dealing with because you get in you're very focused as as much as quickly as you can immerse yourself completely in the tub right down to the base of your neck and in that it's so peaceful in a different way mm -hmm. and that's where i feel the it's a different dipping experience not the most at home but the most connected to my body in that. Whereas when I'm dipping in a larger body of water, I feel so much can more connected to something bigger and greater than myself. So I love that contrast of the two. Yeah. And I appreciate you leaving me your tank while you were away on your last <laughs> trip. It's my pleasure. Your last training session. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us where you were and what you've been doing in terms of furthering your own development and where you're going with your Wim Hof journey. Yeah. Um, it's been quite a journey and the cold has taken me to the wildest places and made the introduction to the coolest people I could ever imagine. Um, so when you were babysitting my tank, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I was jumping into icy waterfalls 
and climbing up mountains in my shorts in Poland with uh, 37 other epic Wim Hof Method instructors. Amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. I'm trying to sit with that and think, is that something that I could do? Absolutely. And knowing I can sit for up to, I think the most I've ever done is seven minutes. Um, I've stopped timing myself at this stage because your body knows you, mm-hmm. I can tell it's been about a minute when I just feel very calm and relaxed. And I always try to push myself 10 more breaths. And then you just get to a point where it doesn't really matter. And mm-hmm. the time passes and sometimes there's songs playing in my head or whatever it is, but, um, I just feel very aware and connected when I'm in, in that container, but thinking about how being outside in the cold and not in the mindset of I'm submerging myself in cold water versus hiking up a mountain or just being outside when it's freezing, it feels so different. And it's those moments where I think, how am I usually able to sit in this ice bath? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking outside right now. We have a snowstorm like that. That feels cold. <laughs> and I am fully clothed sitting by the fire with you. I know it's it's interesting because since I've come back, there's been moments where it hasn't been minus 12 like it was on the mountain. And I've been outside for very less time and with more clothes on. And I'm like, how did we do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's yeah, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of alkalinity raising breath work and um, a strong mindset. And I think others just you know mm-hmm. the comfort of doing something with others um really pushes you a lot further definitely and we're definitely stronger together yeah and because this breath water and cold connection it just forms this really interesting like ecosystem i'm gonna call it within us and i remember at one of our sessions we started off with our breath work, um, moving towards the tanks. And one of the other students just said, is this all there is? And, and your response was no, like this is a practice that you continue to develop for yourself. It's that, how deep do you want to go within? Mm -hmm. And I started to think about that afterwards. And for me, I thought for me, the next extension of this is free diving because I'm already a diver. I started to learn a lot more on all of the physiological changes that happen within our bodies when we do immerse ourselves in the cold. And that became an obsession and like the next thing that that I was chasing. And I'm, I'm so glad I went after it, but everything that I've learned from you and translating that into my freediving practice, it was just such a natural progression. Um, and everyone's got a different story of, of where they want to take it. Some are using breath work, you know, every day in their lives before they go to bed as just whatever that sort of mindfulness practice, um, can be. But I thought that that was a really, I don't know the word for it. When he said that it was kind of, it was jarring. Yeah. Um, that actually reminds me of when I went to my first workshop, Mm -hmm. I was like raving about, oh my gosh, I found this thing, Wim Hof Method, you know, just like the biggest cheerleader, uh, high off life. And somebody asked me, do you get a certificate? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not about that. No, you get to change your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
yeah, people get really stuck on these things. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, you're putting blinders on because then you're missing out on so many other opportunities of growth and expansion. Uh, So it's very, um, it's a limiting mindset. That's it. And when you're in this wellness space, I think it's just so opposite of how a lot of us have been raised in competition. And like, you're an athlete. I was myself as well, but I always, I love the rest and recovery piece. And I think it's through sport and having that mindset has opened me up to so many other modalities. And because, you know, this podcast and this company ultimately is about sustainability. And for me, I think about how the key to that is having positive experiences in whatever natural element we're trying to conserve, preserve, or restore. And when I tell people often that I'm a diver, their initial reaction is, oh, that's so scary. Like, aren't you afraid of the ocean? And so to me, it's so clear that you're not going to want to protect or save something unless you have a an emotional connection. And there's so much science behind the benefits of spending time in water, near water, the whole concept of blue mind. And that's what we are. We are blue minds connecting on on this podcast. And Water has certainly changed my life, um, and I love that I know that now, and I l- actively look for ways that I can integrate it into into my day-to-day, so mm. it's a shift. That. It's cool because water has taken on like a personality to me. Mm-hmm. It, I'm strengthening my relationship with this being, and it's a give and a receive. And um, I talk about when we do practices like breath work, cold exposure, we are starting to befriend our future self. And the more we befriend our future self, the more we're going to do things for our future self. Mm -hmm. And I think the same can be said when we strengthen the relationship with water, right? Because then we are going to do more things to preserve our internal waters, but also our external waters. I like that. And that's it. Like when you think of the planet, it is, you know, we're, we're a blue planet. Um, Most of which is is salinated water from our oceans. Um, You know, and we really only have, we have limited access to fresh water. And if we're not conserving those, like I think of when Lake Ontario is off, like we can't turn to that as our source. So how do you find an alternative? Um, But it's really about protecting those water resources, keeping them fresh so that we can enjoy them so that they're not over polluted or full of toxic chemicals, because then that takes away from the healing elements and the benefits that that we gain as well. Totally. Yeah. So deep. So many things, right? Oh, yeah. Now I just want to go free diving. (laughs) So what's next for you? What is next for me? Um, Well, I'm back in Poland um, this March. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, I've been hand chosen uh, out of a couple hundred Wim Hof instructors to assist the Iceman. And this time we are taking... 300 people up a mountain in their shorts. Amazing. It's so funny because obviously in the last couple of years, there's so much more attention being put on breath work, the Wim Hof method, ice baths. It's no longer just the New Year's Day polar dip that you hear about. And I guess my first introduction was going to the Scandinavian spa 
um, and being introduced to the saunas and like the Finnish method of, you know, hot sauna, hot tub, whatever, dip for 10 seconds in the cold. And that was always, I will not do that. 10 seconds just seemed like way too much. I might die. Like, I don't know why that's, that's the fear. That's the mm -hmm. initial reaction. You're not going to die no. in the cold. I think that's back. Like it was instilled so many years ago that, you know, put on a coat or you'll catch a cold. Yeah. So yeah. we were programmed to be afraid of the cold. Mm. But the cold connects. Yeah. That's why we're here. I know. So we got to change the narrative. I love it. I love that. Um, what's the most challenging cold exposure experience that you've either had yourself or you've witnessed somebody else have? Mm, there was a few times last year um, when I had to physically punch holes in the ice. You might have even been there. <laughs> I definitely drove home one day and I remember this vividly and uh, a bit of after drop kicked in and I was questioning my whole existence and what the heck am I doing and what am I putting these people through mm -hmm. um but that feeling was very short-lived and we were right back out there the next <laughs> week <laughs> um but that was definitely challenging and honestly this past mountain trek um I think because the time length of discomfort right uh really affected me mm -hmm. and we were training in a way that was both mentally and physically exhausting for the whole week. And I think that was the point. Um, that was, yeah, that was big. That was a big challenge. Yeah. Where do you go in your mind when you, those challenging emotions and mm. things come up? I just, I go back to why I'm doing this mm -hmm. and ultimately I'm having fun, even though I'm suffering, like these are like, <laughs> it's very double-edged sword. Like it's the worst feeling ever, but it's also like usually the best landscape. Like right. I'm on top of snowy hills in Poland. Um, and I, I think it's a very similar feeling to um, like running and ultra running right. and you're suffering, but you're having the time of your life. Yeah. On the other side <laughs> of it is, is something awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but until you've experienced it, it's just crazy. Absolutely. And I will not fault people for saying that, but then I just encourage them without shoving it down their throats is to try it because you really won't know until, until you do. Absolutely. Cool. It's yeah. It's pretty amazing how either a cold shower or an ice bath can, you know, take you mm -hmm. to different places around the world, to different places in your mind, mm -hmm. the depths of your soul. Yes. It's like, it is like a morning coffee. I find on those days, I feel so much more energized and just, I feel like I can take on anything. And I love that, that high yeah. that you get from it. Yeah. There's a clarity, there's a groundedness, mm -hmm. there's a feeling of euphoria and you just feel so badass. Yes. Yeah. It's not that cold. It's not that cold. No, you can deal. Yeah. I love it. Well, I am trying to figure out how I want to end these episodes going forward. So mm. for right now, I'm not concerned about the longevity, but um, what I've landed on is asking people to finish this sentence. Water is, and that's your cue. What is water? 
water is a healer, a connector, nice. a tool I use to sharpen my mind and body. I'm going to leave it at that. I love that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, where can people find you, stalk you, connect with you? Hmm. Usually in a frozen lake. Right. <laughs> um, but also uh, you can find me um, on Instagram, Ashley Ice Plunge. Uh, you can email me, ashleyiceplunge at gmail.com. You can find me and other epic Wim Hof Method instructors on www.wimhofmethod.com. And you can visit my website at ashleyor.com. Amazing. I will post all of those in the show notes, um, in any of the promotions that we do. And we have some exciting things coming up to do with the cold and water and connection. So yeah, we will keep everyone up to date. Thank you for listening to this episode of the bodies of water podcast and a very special thank you to Ashley for joining me and for getting me into the water all those years ago. The work that you're doing to champion the power of reconnecting to ourselves through nature to better sustain our bodies and our planet is extremely powerful. You can find Ash uh, for anything ranging from breathwork facilitation, retreats, cold exposure experiences, or just general wellness at Ashley Ice Plunge on Instagram. The link is below in the show notes, and I'm excited to bring you episode two, so stay tuned. Thank you.